Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, my dear friends. Good night. I'll talk to you later. Welcome to another episode of the Painting Pictures Podcast. I'm Gabriel Roberts, and I'll be your host, coming to you from Craftsbury, Vermont. I am about to become a dad. That's the word on the street. That's what my sources tell me. There's a tiny human being preparing to uh, leave my wife's belly and join us out here and start breathing air and, boy, doing the things that tiny humans do. So this is one of the last pre-Papa podcasts from yours truly, sort of the end of an era, the end of me acting like a little child because um, there's going to be a little child here and so I'll probably start acting more like an adult. So that means no more dick jokes. That means really no more uh, swear words, probably. No more explicit content. Um, And no more messing around. No more monkey business. No more roughhousing. No more horseplay. (laughs) And definitely no more masturbating. It's time to um, put all those things behind me and and just be a boring old dad, and to hopefully start to grow a belly of my own, to join my wife with her belly in solidarity, develop that dad bod that we've all been um, we've all been waiting for. Let's be honest. If you're a young man, that's probably been on the near the near the top of your list to get to develop some good solid. Um, beer belly um, pudge and for that to be acceptable and cool and um, you maybe have heard hints of girls talking about dad bonds and does ever make you like really fascinated when you hear about women that are attracted to not like classically perfectly beautiful sculpted groomed men I remember that being sort of a shock to me at one point like what what (laughs) that guy (laughs) but yeah man that's the great thing about um being a man you know you can still be sexy even if you're not very attractive that can be sexy too and unfortunately that's just not the same for women but we don't want to get into that whole double standard talk right now double speak I'm here to just put out a little word about current events, I guess. I don't really want to harp on it. I'm again, I keep as things keep getting wackier in our in our world, I keep thinking that one of these days I really am going to stop paying attention completely. But the problem is that um then all that's left if if people like you and I don't say something about what's going on, then all that's left is the large corporate media to tell us what's going on. And when people like you and I are being censored and actively removed from the internet, um, there goes that avenue. So, I don't know. Who knows really what the value is in all of this? It's got to be a trade-off because 
One needs to maintain one's forward momentum and positivity above all else, and health, and not get bogged down. But I was leaving the job site last Wednesday, January 6th, I believe, and a gentleman approached me and said, well, um, they stormed the they stormed the Capitol. The right wingers they stormed the Capitol, and um, the yeah the Proud Boys and everybody they the bunch of Trump supporters stormed the Capitol, and um, you know it's if if they'd been black people they all would have been shot. <laughs> Here I am in fucking Craftsbury, Greensboro, Vermont, Northern Vermont. Just got done with the day of work. And uh, by a lake, in a beautiful winter scene, and some dude that I've had a couple of conversations with because he walks around and he's a former carpenter and yada yada yada, just comes up to me and vomits NPR into my face. And what do I do? I go, oh dear, I oh, <laughs> I just said really, <laughs> I didn't hear. I mean, it's like you're expected to just pull your pants down and start coming on each other and, and about oh, the right ring, right wingers, fucking Trumpers, oh, goddamn Republicans, oh, fucking rednecks. Oh. <laughs> Is that what we're supposed to do? Or just throw up our hands? The country's going to shit. Everything's going to shit because of these goddamn rednecks. Anyhow, that's where it's like I would I would like to stay out of things, but when that happens, I feel like I need some counterpoint. So in the moment, what do I do? I, I don't know. that. And, and I was practicing this. I, I'm going to have to learn how to deal with having children that perhaps go to school and, and, and somebody tells them the story of how, uh, you know, Abraham Lincoln got shot. And... I might have a different idea about what happened on that day. And <clears throat> so how do I, <clears throat> excuse me, how do I navigate that? I don't want to just tell, I don't know what happened that day. I wasn't there. You know, I've read a couple of things that, that point out some very big holes in the given storyline, but that doesn't mean I know what happened. So how do I navigate that with my children? It's like, how do you navigate in the world where everybody seems, most people seem to be believing a very specific story and, and not buy into that? <clears throat> How do you opt out without having to counter with some wild conspiracy theory? How can you just be like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if that happened. Maybe that's that's kind of what I'm working on. But again, the, as soon as I heard it, it's like, okay, here we go. The thing... Surprise, 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 right? According to script, the fucking rednecks went crazy because of the stolen election. And I turned on the news driving home. I couldn't even I couldn't even get the scoop of what happened because I couldn't hear the actual news story over the sound of the fucking anchors jizzing their pants over how excited they were. It was like Christmas times a thousand. These NPR anchors. Oh, I'm Mary Louise Kelly, and this is very concerning. Um, 
do you have any more information about who might be behind this? And, and she's like fucking, she's like having an orgasm giving us this story. She's never been more excited in her entire life than in this moment to be delivering us this story about the goddamn QAnon fucking Trump supporters trying to take over our democracy. Oh my God, I'm sorry. If you believe that's what actually happened, if you believe that fucking a group of rednecks stormed the United States Capitol building, I don't, I just don't know. Well, I suggest that you take a look at some of the videos that have been shared of what actually happened there. And there will you will see um, some very strange things, and they don't quite add up. And anyway, it took me a little while to find some different uh, interpretations or or reporting on what fucking happened because everything's getting pulled down left and right. The podcast I would normally go to, which I don't listen to often, but it's um, it's the Last American Vagabond, and this guy who does. Very often he does news reports and he has a couple of associated journalists with him, one named Whitney Webb, another named Derek Bros. And these people write real fucking articles about real things that are happening and they do actual reporting. And so anyway, I went to try to get a podcast and the podcast is blocked. You can't download it from iTunes. So fortunately, his website is still active. But how long is that going to last? I mean, how hard is it really to, I, I don't know, guys, we, we really, <laughs> we're approaching a very dangerous time here where you are not going, it's going to be very, very difficult to find the truth about anything that is happening. And so my advice is to um, disassociate yourself emotionally and economically and spiritually and in every way you can disassociate yourself from what is happening in the wider world and that probably includes your football team the buffalo bills i know you're all bills fans and this is i should probably you know practice what i preach and start by not being emotionally attached to what the buffalo bills do but at least that is something that i can watch real footage of live and i can know what happened that's not gonna be that's not gonna be an option for um for big news and what it comes down to is anytime some random person comes up to you to share a news story with you because it's just so big you should have some serious questions about that story. I'm sorry. There's just, when is the last time something earth-shattering in the news has taken place exactly as you are being told it has taken place or taken place organically? Um, I don't really want to go into trying to break down what happened because, again, I wasn't there. But the idea that a few organized, semi-organized rednecks with American flags were able to storm the Capitol is just the most fucking outlandish concept 
if it, and and what what this comes down to is this is part of an idea that has been pushed is that our in in certain cases our government is so completely hapless that they just fuck things up because you know fucking Americans were so dumb and that includes our government no i'm sorry it doesn't there are some of the smartest people in government pulling the fucking strings and there is some of the most ridiculously advanced fucking technology that you can possibly imagine and the most robust security that you can possibly imagine the idea that they are hapless and susceptible to some fucking redneck storming the capital is a joke you need to wake the fuck up if you think that that's possible It's not, okay? That's not how this happens. That's not how things work. Like, our military is around the entire world. We have thousands of satellites in space. There was a bus of fucking Trump supporters from Vermont that drove down for this. So if 50 people in Vermont knew that there was going to be a Trump rally, are you telling me that the fucking Capitol Police didn't know that there was going to be a Trump rally and make some sort of preparations? So obviously this was allowed to happen at the very least, and it was instigated and staged at the worst and i believe that there were definitely plenty of legitimate actual people at a trump rally in washington dc on that day but sorry the story that they stormed the capitol to try to take over take over our country what what the fuck were they gonna do really they were gonna just start issuing orders Oh, well, and our government would just be like, oh, well, damn it, they got into the Capitol and now we have to obey them. <laughs> like, what the fuck do you think? How, how is this going to go? Do we really think that this was a this was going to be a coup? Oh, man, it's so fucking ridiculous. And the story is that they stormed the Capitol because they wanted to prevent the certification of Joe Biden's righteous victory. Well, in fact, what was happening in the Capitol was that the Senate was reviewing the election results and certifying them state by state. I don't know if they went alphabetically, but by the time they got to Arizona, there were already two senators that had an issue with the votes and the election and didn't weren't ready to certify it. So it was about to go into, I guess, a two-hour deliberation period where they have to talk it through and, you know discuss it and and try to convince everybody to get on the same page and move forward or whatever. So what actually took place when was that this massive staged riot caused that whole procedure to be shut down. And then when it finally resumed later that night, the tone was completely different. And I have seen numerous, well, at least one tweet from a congressperson or reporter tweeting the word, the quoting a congressperson who said that before this whole storming the Capitol riot business, he had some real doubts about the election. But in light of this event, he feels like he has no choice but to just certify the election and um, 
and go on with uh, Joe Biden's victory. So you see, what actually happened, perhaps, is that this big staged riot derailed the last opportunity for our Congress to um, bring call into question and review the results of the election, which was obviously fraudulent, which was designed to look fraudulent. I didn't even I didn't even follow the election very closely at all, apart from a couple of glances here and there, and the whole thing screamed fishiness to me. Now, they have been stealing elections in this country for 20 years now at least, and probably every election has been stolen, guys, but it's just gotten way easier with computers. So if you think that, <laughs> that elections are fair and have never been tampered with, think again. Of course, we all believe that Russia tampered in the last election to elect Trump, and now this one we believe was completely secure. Anyway, this is kind of a... This is a silly rant in a way. I, I'm I'm not I'm not a political commentator. I'm not an expert in this. But there are just certain things that there are certain pills that um, that need to be swallowed if we're gonna get anywhere. If if you're gonna if we're gonna believe that elections are not stolen in this country, then we're just gonna. <sighs> We're going to believe that it, we should keep going out and voting every four years and, and believe that that is somehow going to make a difference. If, if elections really worked, Bernie Sanders would have been president four years ago and again this year. Now, obviously, I, I don't think that Bernie Sanders, um, you know, is, is the answer here, but I think that enough people saw that he was a hell of a lot better than Trump or Hillary, and we saw the way he was removed from the Democratic primary. So we know that these things are shams. And this one was just designed from every single angle to look like a fucking fraud. And do you know why? So that all the Trump supporters, to, to divide us, to divide our population along this ridiculous line that is being driven down the middle of our entire society. And falling to one side when you see this election is people that say, Jesus Christ, this is a fucking fraud and a stolen election. And on the other side, all the people that hate Donald Trump with a with a fiery passion and, and indeed it's a worldwide sensation, hatred for this one man. All those people obviously don't want Trump to win and felt like the one thing that could possibly make 2020 better, the one thing that they could possibly do to improve the obviously fucked up state of affairs in the world was to get somebody in there besides Donald Trump, right? And we've all been coached there. We've been groomed and prodded and massaged into these positions for years now. So there we are, and there this ridiculous, obviously fraudulent, fishy election takes place. And you have all the Trumpers screaming fraud, and you have all of the libtards screaming, No, it was not a fraud, you f crazy conspiracy theorists. And now this event, as if we didn't 
hate Donald Trump and his followers enough. You know, as if we, I mean, how much further could you possibly push people? And here we have this another event and another reason to hate half of the country and think that they are the fucking problem that ruined, tried to take over our democracy. You know, it's like a normal person might think, huh, seeing the election, I I had some doubts. I had some questions. I read some of the testimony from poll workers and it sounded pretty crazy. Some of the suitcases of ballots that were coming in totally clean, un, you know, unsoiled, not crinkled, not folded, just crisp, clean right off the press. The fact that the observers were not allowed to actually get close enough to see the counting. I mean, all of these stories from people that are not just everyday fucking poll volunteers that were like, this was weird. An average person might have some serious questions about that election. But after being beaten over the head for the last, whatever, two months by NPR and the whole media saying, if you think the election was stolen, you're a conspiracy theorist, you're part of the problem, you're stupid, you're ignorant, they might finally, and then this whole crazy fucking event happening and these crazy yahoos trying to take over the Capitol, then a, a, a rational person is, is led to believe, dear God, I don't want any part of that. And therefore, I no longer have any questions about the election. It is totally legit. I now believe that it's totally legit. And I believe that anybody that suggests otherwise should be censored and perhaps tried as a domestic terrorist. We now have a new example of domestic terrorism, which will no doubt allow some massive sweeping legislation to deal with domestic terrorism. You know how the, the broad catch-all of domestic terrorism, the things that will put you in that is now basically questioning the government <laughs> questioning the any the results of any election w wake up people <laughs> where are we right now <laughs> are we in the fucking united states of america no well yes but it's not it's not the one you thought you were in or whatever <laughs> i don't know i this is i don't want to you know who am I to fucking come in here and, and give you some sweeping, uh, you know, proclamation about the end of democracy? Democracy has been fucking dead in this country forever. It's the whole thing is a sham. Our whole country, the whole United States, the whole idea of the United States of America, the whole fucking revolutionary war is a sham. It's all a sham. And you're being played. <laughs> we are being played against one another. Isn't it interesting that the most pressing issues, the most pressing concerns in our world are this virus that is killing a bunch of people? And whose fault is that? It's the fucking rednecks that aren't wearing a mask and aren't following the rules. What's the other big problem? Oh, right. Climate change. Global warming. What's the problem with that? Um, it's the fucking rednecks and their big pickup trucks and the climate deniers who aren't following the science. Again, fucking rednecks. Half of the population. The stupid people. Isn't it interesting that all of our problems are the, the fault of the so-called stupid people in our society? And that you are 
safe as long as you condemn those people and listen to NPR. Not only are you safe, you're smart. (laughs) Isn't that great? Isn't that convenient? Isn't that easy? You don't have to read. You don't have to do your own research. You don't have to look at different sources. No, you're fine. You're safe. You're good. You're smart. You're looking out for society. You're wearing your mask. You're concerned about global warming. You're guilty for being a white person. You're concerned about racial justice. You're fine. You're fine. Just sit back. Take your vaccine. Everything's going to be okay. And hopefully these idiot Trump people will be put behind bars. You know? And they should definitely not be allowed to share their ideas, spread their misinformation on social media. My God. I mean, it's amazing that, that we've even gotten this far where somebody like me can put up a fucking podcast. But of course, I'm, I'm small potatoes. And were I to reach a certain level of audience, I have no doubt this sort of shit would get shut down. That's how it works. But what's amazing to see is they're not just shutting down the videos on YouTube. They're now coming after the individuals that are creating podcasts and and preaching to their little audience of a couple thousand followers and taking them away, removing them from the internet. That's what we're faced with right now, folks. So I'm going to share a link to this uh, Last American Vagabond video. He goes through footage chronologically from people that were there, and you can see how ridiculous it is, and you can make your own con- your own decisions. Thanks for listening to this rant. Sorry it was so ranty, but um, I just had to get that off my chest. I love you guys. The ducks are fine. Um, the bunnies are good. And the Bills won their first playoff game in 25 years, so really, I mean, everything is good in the world. Um, take care of yourselves, and I'll see you next time. Adios.